0: Four, 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 four.
1: Big, big club.
2: Two, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bigfoot Club. Robert Jesse Dominguez. Ash Tucker. Stephen Robert Dominguez. Kennedy. Believe in us, believe in Bigfoot Club because we are too sweet.
0: This is Matt Knapp of Bigfoot Crossroads, and you're listening to Bigfoot Club Podcast.
1: No! Hey
2: everybody, Robert Jesse Dominguez, Bigfoot Club Season 2, Episode 29. I just wanted to do a quick reminder for everybody that's listening to us on all the platforms, whether it be iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeart, Pandora, Alexa, YouTube. Give us a five star rating, give us a like, give us a subscription, give us a comment. We would greatly appreciate it. Also, check us out on Facebook. We're at Bigfoot Club One Facebook page. Uh, we're also on Twitter, so it's also a uh, Bigfoot Club One. So follow us on Twitter as well. We'll be posting all the all the podcasts, all the changes, all the updates. We're, we'll be on those social media streams. So check us out on that. I also wanted to add: if you have any stories regarding Bigfoot or paranormal or just strange stories, if you want to share them with us, we'll we'll talk about them on the air. Or if you want to come onto the show. And talk about them. We can do that too. Please reach out to us at BigfootClub1 at gmail.com. And we'll talk about the these stories on the show. Also, if you are on YouTube, uh, check out Bigfoot Crossroads and Cryptid Tales. That's run by Matt Knapp. It's pretty good stuff. I don't miss an episode. And also check out uh, Crazy Cat Paranormal Speaks. They're on all the platforms as well with John and Cecilia Clark. Today, we're going to be talking to Ash's um, nephew, Tyler, and he's going to be talking to us about the Wendingo, Slenderman, and Siren Head. Uh, So, I hope you enjoy it. Hey, everybody.
0: Hey, everybody.
1: (laughs) Hey.
2: So, um, this is a special edition of Bigfoot Club. Uh, With me always is Ash. And Ash, I'll, I'll let you introduce.
0: Well, I think he can probably speak for himself.
1: Right, not very good.
0: Not very good. Well, <laughs> just try.
1: <clears throat> okay, so uh, my name is Tyler. I'm Ashley's. What's is... name what is... <laughs> <laughs> is again? Nephew mm-hmm. and nephew. That's, my, boy and that's <laughs> my boy niece. My boy niece. Sorry, I have half a brain so It's okay. It's
2: okay. We just we it's just all good. We just got drunk off pizza. So.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> oh, I love pizza, man. Yeah.
2: Pizza's good. Yeah. We're just waiting on your sister to come over here, right? Yeah. So she's, she's not, not going to do she's it. She's not in her head now. Yeah. So. No. <clears throat> so, what'd you guys want to talk about? Did you want to talk about
1: Slender Man? Well, I was kind of thinking about, you know, the Wendigo.
2: Wendigo? Mm-hmm. We can we can talk about yeah. Wendigo, but we can throw in, sl- like, Slender Man, too, if you want to.
1: We can just, like, talk about anything. I'm down for anything.
2: Okay, so Wendigo. School me on that, because I don't, I, I, the only thing I, I'll be honest with you, the only thing I know about Wendigo that was, they came on the X-Men, on X-Men comic books. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, it was like a Native American, like, curse that was placed on someone, and he was, he turned into a Wendigo, and he was like a cannibal. He ate people and stuff like that. In the Pacific Northwest or in Canada region or something like that. So,
1: okay, here's the thing about the Wendigo. Mm-hmm. A lot of people get a lot of things wrong. Right. First of all, they don't look anything like what the internet typically portrays them as. You know, not like anything like a beast or anything like that. They're just really tall, thin humans with ashen skin, so the, sharp teeth. So they almost look white. Kinda, right. yeah. Right. They okay. got that sort of dead color to them, like a <clears throat> okay. rotting corpse. Alrighty.
2: Um. So where where does these Wendigos? Where do they? What region
1: are they normally at? Well, it's like you said, sort of the Pacific Northwest and okay. that sort of area.
2: Right. Okay. So is am I right? Is it a Native American
1: curse or? It's less of a curse and sort of a consequence. Gotcha. If you are to perform cannibalism in the winter months and then die of starvation anyway, you'll Mm. become a Wendigo. Right. You can also be turned into a Wendigo by another Wendigo by unknown means.
2: So if you're scratched, harmed, or bitten by
1: another Wendigo, you can turn into a Wendigo? Something along those lines. So it's almost like a werewolf. Kind of, but worse. Bigger? Just, they can... According to the sort of legends that are around these guys, they can grow to be about as big as a pine tree.
2: That's pretty dang big, man.
1: Yeah, I know. That It usually takes a while for them to get to that size, though.
2: Do you, do you think people um, misidentify them as
1: a Bigfoot? They're too thin for that, and they have literally no fur, so... Okay. No.
2: Who... Do you think a Bigfoot and a Wendigo has ever, like, crossed paths? I kind of doubt it. I mean, they're in the Pacific Northwest. I mean, Bigfoots are all all over the Pacific Northwest. See,
1: I think that a Bigfoot could possibly be a real thing. We don't really know. There's not quite enough evidence for it yet. But with the Wendigo, it's more of a mythical thing. We have practically no evidence about this, aside from a few stories. This
2: is just like a lore or, like, urban legend all that stuff?
1: Stuff like that, yeah.
2: Ash, you want to? Wanna time in on this?
0: No, I'm good. I, I don't know. You're you're off to a good a good start here, man.
2: Okay. <clears throat> um all right, uh Wendigo. Where where did you first hear about Wendigo's and what got you attracted to it?
1: I think that the first time I ever saw or heard about Wendigo was a game theory about um, dead by Daylight or something like that mm-hmm. something along those lines it's about this sort of it's basically set up like a campy horror movie and it's all about choice mm-hmm. you make the wrong sort of choice and something bad could happen like the character that you're controlling could get eaten by a wendigo or mm-hmm. die by natural causes or get killed by the main killer that's running around
2: so this is like a game or this is like a yeah it's a game Like a board game or video game?
1: It's like a point-and-click adventure game.
2: Oh, okay, okay.
1: So this got you
2: involved or interested in Wendigo's? Yes. Did you do, like, any research, read any books? Did you look
1: online? I looked pretty much everywhere on these guys. Okay. I'm really into them. Now, the canon look for them is actually not the one that I like. I like the way that the internet portrays them in terms of looks. Mm -hmm. You know, it's sort of like a mix of different animals. Human, deer, bear, and otter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It has the skull and antlers of a deer, and that's just completely bare. It's just exposed bone. It has the sort of forearms of a and claws of a bear. Mm-hmm. It has sort of like this posture and stance of a human. It has the legs of a deer and the tail of an otter.
2: Yeah, okay. Like I was telling you, uh, the first time I ever I ever read anything about the like the Wendigo was uh, probably in probably 1978. It was an issue of the X Men and Wolverine and Nightcrawler and some. I think they were visiting Alpha Flight in Canada and they ran across the Wendigo. And the Wendigo on the comic book looked like to me, it looked like a Bigfoot with a tail. A white Bigfoot with a tail had long hair and it had like sharp sharp claws and like sharp teeth and it was like it was a, attacking like campers like people that were camping and stuff like that and then later on I read I read another comic book called the the BPRD um Bureau mm-hmm. Paranormal uh, Research and Defense is uh the the Hellboy comic book and they faced a win, uh, like a Wendigo but this one looked like 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 you said a skinny uh tall lanky creature that Had like fangs and would just eat people, and like it was, it was, it was like I think one of the soldiers was turning into a wendigo, and he was cursed. And so, in order, I guess, in order to free him, you had to kill him, or he had to, had to, you know, give it to someone else. So that that's where the first time I actually heard about the wendigo. So I thought it was kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. So, but uh, I like it. I, I like your your take on it.
0: There's a really good movie. Of course, it doesn't look like that in there. Yeah. It's called Ravenous. I think it came out in the 90s, but it's got... um, I think it's Guy Pearce in it.
2: Oh, I I like Guy Pearce.
0: And it's kind of a dark comedy, but it's kind of an offshoot of the Donner Party story where... Sorry. This guy, (laughs) you know, Guy Pearce's character, he's in in this awe post because... They think that like he's this hero in this war, but really, like he hid under all these dead bodies and was hiding yeah. from the enemy, and then come back later after everyone thought everyone was dead and killed everybody.
2: Mm-hmm. It's
0: like we know what you did. We're gonna pretend like you're a hero, but we're gonna send you off into the middle of the
2: woods. <laughs> so was Guy Pierce the one that go? Or
0: no, uh, they found this guy that told them all this story. Like, oh, this guy went crazy. You know, we we're we are trapped in the mountains and. He went nuts and started eating, killing, and eating everybody. Because at first we were just eating the dead, and then he just yeah. got all crazy. But then you know, it turned out it was him, and that's why he had turned into a Wendigo.
1: Nice, nice. Yeah. You know, I actually kind of lied. <coughs> you the, lied. The first why time. Would you do that, Tyler? <laughs> the first time I ever heard or saw a Wendigo. Was when Ashley introduced me into Supernatural for the first time. Yeah, that's the second episode. Yeah, it was. It was like the Wendigo was mimicking voices of other campers and luring them to their deaths. Mm
2: -hmm. So was it was a cannibal as
1: well on that one too? Yeah, it it would Uh,
0: kidnap people and and store them.
1: Sort of thing with the Wendigo. It's a cannibal. Right.
0: Yeah, that's where it comes from because like. In a lot of cultures, they say when you consume a human, you consume part of their soul and it gives you, you know. Yeah. Supernatural powers.
1: Creepy.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> so, anything else you want to share about the about the Wendigo?
1: Well, typically they represent death, destruction, and corruption, and, well, starvation. Yeah. And cannibalism. The sort of representation kind of varies when it comes to media. Usually, it it will just represent, you know, starvation. But sometimes, it will be shown as this sort of unstoppable destructive, destructive force. Now, I don't know how you can really kill a Wendigo, aside from this. Apparently, if you rip out their heart and burn it in an incredibly strong bonfire... That's how you kill them, because otherwise they'll just keep fighting.
2: That's kind of hard to do. I how they're mm. like really tall and strong and menacing. Right. <laughs> <So, laughs> <it's
1: just laughs> so we'll be... They are also extremely fast. They move in an almost spider-like ma- manner. Yeah. And their incredibly long limbs allow them to traverse land very quickly. Mm-hmm. At least in the typical sort of, like, interpretation. Like the original sort of way that they were. Nowadays, they're kind of just interpreted as being, well, as fast as a deer. Right. Yep. As powerful as a bear. And as smart as a human.
2: That's, that to me, That's that's pretty scary. Yeah. That's some scary stuff. I would not want to be in the Pacific Northwest and run into one of those. I'd rather I'd rather face a Bigfoot. Yeah, you're safer. So, so I like it. Awesome.
0: When are you going to go out in the woods with us, Tyler?
2: I'm
1: not entirely sure.
0: Would you want to?
1: As long as you let me bring a weapon. A no weapon? You won't need it. Yeah, I'm not leaving the car without a knife or something.
0: And you won't need it.
1: We're close to hand-to-hand combat. I don't want anybody stealing me and selling me for potatoes.
0: <laughs> so you're more worried about hillbillies <laughs> than you are about a bigfoot. Well,
1: that sort of thing is rarer than being kidnapped. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 you know, like just today, there were two child abduction messages on my phone. Oh well, so. yeah, that's
0: been hap- unfortunately that's been happening a lot yeah. around here lately. But we do live in a big metroplex. So
2: Yeah, and you get turned into potato salad.
0: You get turned into potato salad.
2: <laughs>
1: very good. is <Well>, um, <laughs> <Mama's> very confused.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, that's normal. How do we go from Wendigo to, to, to potato salad? <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those things. Okay,
1: completely the, changing the subject. That's the name
0: of the, that's the title of the episode.
1: Yeah. Let's go to <laughs> a creature that has not been around for very long and has actually been fabricated by the internet. Siren Head. Siren Head, yeah. I don't know this much you about this. You don't know that. It's, it's so, relatively new. So well, like his name implies, instead of having a normal head, he has a set of sirens on top of his head, and, well, n- substituting his head, that contain mouths full of sharp, jagged teeth. Hmm. He is a very tall creature, bordering on 40 feet at times. He has a mummified sort of look to his skin, which is tightly sort of drawn on his frame. It has a sort of rust color to it. Usually what this creature will do is walk around in the forest imitating voices, video broadcasts like this, mm-hmm. storm broadcasts, weather, no vacations, all sorts of stuff.
2: What, uh, how, okay, how was this brought on? I mean, is there, it was just, all, you said it was urban legend or was, uh.
1: It was brought about by a singular sketch by a man, made by a man. By the name of Trevor Henderson, Mm -hmm. he is known for creating a variety of twisted and evil-looking creatures, sort of, sort of reminiscent of Lovecraftian horror. Okay.
2: So he posted this on the internet and said it was in this one location, or
1: it was very un. um, It had very little information aside from what it does and what it is. It doesn't entail what where it came from, why it does anything that it does, or if there's multiples. In fact, he released a second sketch that showed multiples of this creature with hmm. different head arrangements, one even resembling a um highway lighting pool. Hmm. Interesting. <clears throat> so
2: do you think... He posted this stuff, and then people just ran with the stories and and say, hey, you know, this is true, or hey, this is over here in this area, or hey, it's, I was attacked by
1: this. It's a very sort of Slender Man situation. Some people come up with certain things. Some people come up with theories about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I've mostly just seen memes saying div- that
0: like this is the next thing that's going to happen in 2020. Oh,
1: <laughs> The big thing that the biggest thing that's been going around is whether there are multiple species of siren hen or it's just the same creature changing its head arrangements.
0: Oh, mm. like uh, um, Return to Oz
2: or Ganish, because <laughs> Ganesh was uh, the god, right? That
0: had his head Got and then off. they replaced it with the oh, elephant. With well, the elephant head, that's He's kinda... right over there, man. Yeah, Ganish. <laughs>
2: Did I say it wrong? Right? I don't
0: know. I think there's several ways.
2: Probably G- neither of them are right. <laughs> Ganesh. I, I I was told Ganesh. So <clears throat> interesting. So. So this this does this fascinate you more than the the Wendigo, or are you just the part of the same?
1: Of, list? A lot of these things are equally fascinating towards me. The Cybernet. It's a bit confusing though. It's sort of a more stalkerish horror. You got The wind to
2: So okay, now you were saying about the siren head.
1: Usually, how it will hunt is that it will slowly stalk its prey over the course of who the hell knows days. <laughs> has, several days has been the <laughs> ma- sort of max reported. Yeah. Thing. Um, it will lure in and sort of confuse and disorient its prey right. with a variety of different sounds, including air raids, sirens and such.
2: So sorta of like um what's it called? Uh, when the Bigfoot does the sound or lions, I forgot I forgot Infrasound. Infrasound. I can never get that. <laughs> so sorta of like infrasound where it is a it'll paralyze its its victim.
1: Not just paralyze. apparently it can bring up its sounds to such a frequency that it can cause human heads to explode. Oh my goodness.
2: So he wouldn't even have to, he just doesn't even have to touch him. He just like.
1: This was only in a recorded situation where it was actually threatened, however. Right, okay.
2: I'm going to throw you for a loop here. Who do you think would win in a fight between the Wendigo and Siren Head?
1: Siren Head, all the way. It, well, it kind of depends. Okay,
0: I got a really hard one for you. Um, who would win in a fight between Siren Head and Godzilla?
1: <laughs> Godzilla. <laughs> There's no to, way that Godzilla that Siren Head could withstand the force of like a nuke and concentrate oh, okay. into a few feet wide beam. Yeah, yeah,
2: I have to agree with you on that one. Yeah, I think even I think <laughs> even his tail would just hit him and <laughs> just twang him into a tree.
1: around him would likely cause Siren Head some detriment because of the radiation. We yeah. don't really know, though, Yeah, because Siren Head is still relatively new.
0: Mm. What if it made it more powerful, though? <gasps>
2: hmm. <laughs> That's awkward silent there. <laughs>
0: like, what What if the radiation, like... Made it's made it, yeah,
1: it made him powerful. He grew. Again, the size difference probably wouldn't even really matter. You don't really know his durability okay. yet, but yeah. I'm okay. assuming that it's not really that We're big. still
0: need to know it, more about the mythology of it. it. It's mostly
1: been shown that he is phased by simple rifles. Okay. okay. At the size that he currently I is. I have another one. What?
0: With um, Superman or Godzilla.
1: That is still highly up for debate, but my money is still on Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Not just because I'm biased, but also because you're a little biased. But
0: it is. But you're pretty biased towards Superman too, so that's why I asked.
1: Not really as much as I used to be. Okay. The f- likely Godzilla's biggest feat of durability is when he was sent into a black hole. Right. Mm-hmm. That was about a third of his size. Not only did he not be not only was he not affected by it, but he escaped from it.
0: Mm. How did he escape from it? Did he do like that backwards flyy thingy?
1: No, but it's still unknown as to okay. how he escaped. Well, that from just it.
0: seems like a logical way if he has like yeah. just use his atomic breath as yeah, thrust because it's
2: space. Yeah, and then use his, his tail as a rudder. It
1: has yeah. been confirmed that um, his <laughs> atomic breath is lo- is powerful enough to destroy a moon sized planetoid well in a single blast
0: i mean see that would probably push him pretty far pretty fast you know what i think there's no gravity especially
2: i think we should get mandy on this discussion as well
0: (laughs) if godzilla was in space could he use his atomic breath to shoot himself out of a black hole
1: likely but he probably wouldn't be fast enough he would probably (laughs) have to end up canceling it out more than anything
2: if if he was stuck in a black hole and he got out, most people would be, the people that knew Godzilla would probably be dead because cause time doesn't exist there. And if he got out, it'd be like years, but hundreds of years later, right?
1: Well, in the movie where he was sucked into a black hole, it was shown that a couple weeks had gone by before he had escaped.
2: Mm-hmm. So a couple of weeks in a black hole did not even it, face it no, With like time, that, that's like, I don't know, could be a hundred years or seventy mm-hmm. years or something like that. So everybody who knew Godzilla knew that he was on Earth probably be dead. And he got back, and he goes, "Hey, who's this new guy? He's a, he's big. He's like a lizard. He's King of Monsters. Mm-hmm. Who's this guy?" And there would be a whole new crowd of uh, people. Oh
0: no! There goes Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> you know the what? 1954 Do you know what, Tyler? Huh? Robert still hasn't watched King of the
1: Monsters. I haven't, dude. I know. Why? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the fu- for you, I have it on Blu-ray <laughs> at home. Man.
2: Maybe mm. yeah, I could wa- I could watch it from that. Why no never mind.
1: <laughs> Watch it there. <laughs> it is actually yeah. on Hulu.
2: Yeah, it's actually on HBO too, yeah. I think. Yeah. Well, it's on our <laughs> well, at least we have I, I actually queued it a couple times on mm-hmm. HBO, but I never got to it. Mm-hmm. I think my mom <laughs> called me or something, and then like wrote, emailed me, or I don't know something. Excuses, man. I know. Tyler
0: saw it twice in theaters.
2: Yeah, he's hard, he's hardcore, man. Hardcore, he wants more.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, he's sometime. like, I don't, I don't know, November. yeah,
2: He goes, I don't know. I am just gonna agree with you, okay? Yeah. So, I, so I
0: got distracted about what you were talking about.
2: So, any other urban urban legends, myths that you want to talk about? So we talked about the wind, the Wendigo, Siren Head.
1: Not anything comes to mind aside from Slenderman, but everybody's heard of that i act, like i actually i would
2: actually would like to hear more about it because i'm this is this is a subject i've actually been I, like indrick cole's one this is probably two slender man really yeah so i've always been interested in Slenderman. the concept of it is just like i've had dreams about him and i don't know why it's like it's like I'm I'm in the woods. I don't think I've ever told anybody this this dream. This first time I ever actually talked about it. I've had several dreams where I was in the woods, and it was lightning and it was windy and I, it was like the wind was blowing so hard where I couldn't hear like stuff around me. I couldn't hear if anybody was walking up on me. And like whenever the lightning would hit, I would, could see in the woods. I could see trees, and then I could see a glimpse of him behind a tree, peeking over, looking at me. And then it would get dark, and it would lighten again, and he would be gone.
0: When did you start having those?
2: Probably about two years ago. Oh, okay. Probably about two years ago. And then it's slowly, every now and then, would come up. And I would have, like, maybe one dream, like, Mm -hmm. every six months. And then it would come about again. So I'd always have this dream about, like I said, in the woods, lightning. And I'd always run into him. But I don't know if he was was a threat or if he was following me or he was, I don't know, interested in talking. I don't know. It was just. Weird dream.
1: The main thing that you need to know about Slender Man is that he is dangerous. Yeah. Avoid him any way you can at all costs. Because as soon as his attention's on you, you are not going to survive.
2: Yeah. Is he like is he into possession? I don't know. I'm asking a because I don't know. Is he into possession? Is he He's
1: not as much as a spirit, as much as a physical being like Cthulhu. Think Cthulhu. Uh-huh. Uh, he's an extremely powerful being, and he can pretty much manipulate anybody that he wants. Mm-hmm. He has been shown to have a slight radiation frequency given given off by him, because the main characteristic about him is that he disrupts electronics. Got it. Like cameras and stuff. So such.
2: how is that compared to Slenderman, though?
1: I was talking about him. Just uh, now. I,
2: I thought you were talking about this other god. Or this other deal.
1: Now, there's been a lot of debates going around about Slender Man. Okay. Some people think that he's a topla Some people think that he's some sort of ancient being that's been around ever since everything. Mm-hmm. You think he is
2: uh, a part of nature? Like, um... what? What am I trying to think of? It's, um... You know what I'm talking about? Like the spirit of nature that was on... The Elementos. Elementos. Do you think he's a Elemento?
1: No, he's far too dark for that. Well. well, in fact, one of his first confirmed cases of his kills was that a man was impaled on a tree branch high up in a tree. Mm-hmm. And at the base of the tree were his organs mm-hmm. sealed in plastic bags. Hmm. And they were cut almost surgically perfect.
2: Okay. And what city was this in? Do you, do you do you recall?
1: I can't remember their location, but it was the main sort of brutality of this kill and oddity of it, it. was what brought my attention about it.
2: Okay.
0: Well, I mean, you you have done like the origin story and everything, like where he comes from.
1: Well, nobody really knows where he came well, from. What, what do you, exactly? What,
2: what do you think where he came from? Or what did you? What, what have you heard?
1: Everything from being a toba to an ancient creature. Like I right. said, okay. Well, my interpretation is that a thing. He's just a thing. Okay. Something that just exists.
2: I I thought because I had, I had heard that he was kind of like the siren guy. Or the yeah, like where he was—he was, he was yeah. an urban legend that was that's created.
1: The that's the thing that's been going around. People are saying that Siren has is like the new Slender Man. Well, right. I
0: mean, they were both made for like creepy pasta or whatever. That's just right. Somebody did some artwork and created the story. It's kind of interesting on the Slender Man things because of, when it came out, you know, of course, it turned into like a meme and things like that, and it kind of got to where people believed it, but they didn't know that it was, it's just like any urban legend and right. a friend of a friend of a friend. And then it's telephone, you know, Yeah, it just kind of changes.
1: Hmm. Okay. So, um, the thing about this guy is that he isn't very consistent with himself. There are a few consistencies about him, but his sort of abilities and appearance tends to vary from report to report. Mm-hmm. Some report him being nine feet tall. Some report him being as tall as trees. Mm-hmm. Some report him to be just the same size as an average man right. with just disproportionate limbs. Some report him have multiple arms. Some have him um, with multiple tentacles springing out of his back
2: all the cases that I've read about or I've seen is like, he's almost like wearing a suit.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, he actually is. But nobody really knows if it's actual clothing or just part of his physical appearance.
2: Right. Do you think people, the people who do see him project what they want to, when they see him, like he, with like, like multiple arms or tentacles or something with a suit, like a certain person will see him the way they want to.
1: What I think is that his he tends to change his appearance, but keep it altogether the same,
2: so people see him differently, or
1: he tends to change whenever he wants right is what I think
2: so not everybody sees him the same way,
1: yeah, okay, It's like wearing a new set of clothes every now and then,
2: right, okay. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll admit I've I've been intrigued with this story. I, I don't know why. I, I just have, and like when I said I had the dreams, I just I just it's it, it
0: it's, does bring up something kind of primordial, yeah, like that knee jerk gut feeling because you know it's something faceless and looming and
2: yeah ominous cause,
0: yeah like because the pictures that that came up, you know, it was kind of like what you in your dream right was like where it's just like oh is in the background and then it's closer and it's closer and it's with these kids and that's the story so that it snatches kids.
2: Yeah, that's the one that's the one I see all the time is it's like it's like a a playground Mm -hmm. like a a jungle gym or something I can't remember swings or jungle gym and back in the distance on the far left you could see someone really tall like Mm -hmm. almost taller than a tree you know, really thin looking at these kids Mm -hmm. and so that in itself is just creepy in itself and so uh, I don't know I just it kind of bugs me and stuff like that, but I don't know. I've always been intrigued by it, so almost the same as Bigfoot. So, mm. so I don't know. Any any more thoughts on that,
1: Tyler? Dang it!
0: <laughs> Unprofessional.
1: Not really. Not really. Not okay. I can think of.
0: There's there anything that you want to know from Tyler Robert?
1: Um.
2: Yeah, I always I always do. You got some questions.
0: Yep.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I went. For you wanna him.
2: you wanna talk about that really quick? Uh,
1: yeah, I actually went as him for Halloween once.
2: Do you? Uh, what year? Last year or year before?
1: Or? Um, I think. I think that it, it was, was last year. Yeah, okay. it was
0: last year. Okay. It's hard to tell time anymore.
1: I actually didn't stay out that that long that night because of how hot the costume actually was. Yeah, because
2: it covered your whole, your covered like your face, everything, right? Your yeah. Whole-
1: By the time I got home, I was like sweating buckets, and I had only gone out for like an hour or so. Did anybody know
2: who you were? Not, not, not that they knew it was Tyler,
1: but they knew the costume. Yeah, tons of people knew. Okay.
2: So did that did that make you happy? And. Like- yeah.
1: I actually scared some people as well. Mm. Actually, legitimately scared. <laughs> Did that them. make you happy? Yes, very.
0: <laughs> was it hotter than your Viking costume? Yes. Wow, it was kind of cold that night though, but.
2: Yeah, if it's cold and then you're still sweating, man, that's that's a hot. Yeah, that's a hot costume. Do you still have it? Yeah,
1: it's, it's just kind of disassembled. There were multiple layers to the costume. Yeah, mm-hmm. the first part of it was sort of like this sort of um, full body suit, Mm-hmm. and then I put on some actual formal clothing that looked a bit more close to the sort of original work.
2: Yeah. So this year, do you think about putting on the same suit but just alter it a little bit, kind of like the way the way he does it?
1: No, actually, I have something else. In oh, mind.
0: what 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 do you have planned for this year?
1: W. D. Gaster. From Undertale.
2: Oh. Okay. You want to talk about that a little bit?
1: I can talk about his appearance and what he can possibly do, but I won't go into his background because that is incredibly complex and, gen- and pretty um, sort of uh, promised to make a lot of people angry in the common sense. And
2: okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> We we welcome angry people in the comments. Yeah,
1: yeah we, we, we kinda this is unrestricted.
2: Yeah. Which means that you can talk about whatever you want. Anything you want to you I don't yeah. really want to get into it because okay. of how complex it is. Okay. Okay, can you can you <laughs> can you narrow it down? Can you summarize it? Where it's like
1: Well, the basics that we know about him is that he was the royal scientist of the underground. But one day he fell into his creation. We don't know whether that creation was the core or the determination extractor or anything like that. Mm -hmm. We just know that one day you fell into his creation. Gotcha. The thing about Yester is that he's incredibly mysterious. Very little is known about him. Mm -hmm. The only things that we know are what his appearance is and normally what he can do. So what can he do? He can timeline jump. He has the ability to control laser-shooting skulls called gaster blasters. Okay. He can fire (laughs) wingdings from his whole skeletal hands. Uh Uh-huh. And all sorts of stuff. Basically anything sort of relating to code in a game, he can control.
2: Wow. He sounds like Thanos.
1: Yeah, this guy, and actually, Gaster could hypothetically be more powerful than Thanos. Mm-hmm. I'm not really, that's just sort of my bias, though. That's my idea. Right. Of it.
2: So, this costume you're going to be wearing, how, explain to everybody how it's going to look.
1: Think sort of like a really dark, sort of tattered scientist cloak. Okay. He also wears a white turtleneck mm-hmm. and black pants and black dress shoes. Yeah. So he's very formal looking.
2: Looks like somebody from NASA.
1: <laughs> but the main thing about Robert who about, says that. The main thing about this guy is uh-huh. his face. Yeah. Yes, two empty eye sockets and two cracks running up and down his face. Gotcha. One on his right eye which goes to the back of his skull. And the second one going down to his mouth, which is always in a permanent creepy grin.
2: hmm. That is kind of creepy.
1: His hands are completely skeletal and they have holes in their palms. Yeah. So. He's also very thin and usually portrayed to being very tall. hmm. Sometimes boring on eight feet at. Times.
2: Um, I don't. I, I'll be honest with you. I don't know that much about
1: this character at all. Are
2: you? Let, let me just ask you. are you, When you go out as Halloween on it, do you? Are you, is it? Is it going to bother you that people are not going to know this character?
1: I don't really care if nobody is going to understand who it is. Right. I just want to creep people out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I like your style, man.
1: <laughs> Either the thing with my costumes is is that I always go for something scary or for something cool.
2: So in this, in your mind, is this both scary and cool?
1: Yes. Okay. More scary than cool, but yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. The main body is sort of down. Already, we already got in mind what we're gonna get, but it's the mask and the sort of hands thing that it's the skeletal be. hands you gotta
2: you gotta be able to figure With out the holes in their palms.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And all that That's gonna be the main problem
2: I gotcha So We did a show a couple of weeks on Indra Do you know anything about about Cole? Or have you ever Say again? Indra Cole
1: Indra Cole?
2: Yeah Cold Like C O D C O L D Cold
1: Not really I okay. don't know what that
0: is What about the Mothman?
1: Okay I know about that But not much
0: what do you know about Mothman?
1: I know that his name doesn't mean anything and he just kind of resembles a bat-like creature.
2: Okay, yeah. Awesome. Pretty cool. That's pretty cool cuz most people don't even know about it. Yeah. So <clears throat> uh, yeah, I just I just thought maybe you'd be interested in that one cuz that's he's he's kind of creepy a little bit. No. Mm. He's he's a you I a, don't
0: think he's creepy. I think he's I think he's a messiah. He's portrayed. <laughs> he's
2: portrayed as creepy. Well, I, because
0: I people described him as the smiling man. So anybody that draws a picture of him has to do it like.
2: Yeah, like his like ear to ear. You know, like and, like
0: the Joker or whatever. You know. Yeah, he like was he was seen exaggerated.
2: In, he was seen in West Virginia, like before the Mothman was uh, all the sightings of the Mothman. He appeared there. He met some guy off the freeway and and came
1: off of a spaceship and speaking of sort of like the joker and stuff like that where are y'all's favorite villains in media and all that mess
2: like in like
1: comic book stuff or Uh, anything at all any villain ever Um, that's too
0: hard
2: my favorite villain let me see here hold on let me think for a minute i want to say and this is this is easy for me at first um I want to say it. It's kind of a villain, but it's not. But I've always liked Darth Vader because he was a, a bad father. I guess he was a bad father. <laughs> he was a horrible father. that's <laughs> a bad
1: father. He was but really then, responsible for the genocide of millions.
2: Yeah, and then and at the very end, he became a good guy. Yeah, he turned. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess he's kind of a good bad guy, kind of
1: good guy. I don't know. Started out as a bad guy, really bad guy. Yeah. But then he turned good in the end, just yeah, yeah. before his death.
2: That would that. I w- if I had to say anybody, it'd probably be Darth Vader. Ash?
0: No, I reject having to answer that question.
2: Is it is it too complex? It's
0: too complex.
2: Okay. Uh, what's your favorite movie villain? No?
0: No, can't do it. It's too hard.
2: What's your favorite show villain? Mm,
0: Justin Crow.
2: Justin Crow? Yeah. The hell, who the from, hell is that?
0: <laughs> from Carnival.
2: Carnival. From Carnival, yeah. At least I got an answer on that one. So <laughs>
1: what did
0: He's really good. It's Clancy Brown. He plays a really good villain.
2: Yeah. What
1: about favorite comic book villain?
0: But it's like, he's like a fall from grace villain. Yeah. Like he's fighting with his own nature and then finally gives into it. Like Lucifer. Yeah, more or less. All right. Yeah.
2: Sort of like Crowley.
0: Yeah. No. No, Crowley. (laughs) Crowley was always bad. His mom sold him for two pigs. Yeah. She could have got three. (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh, how about you, Tyler? what's What's your favorite villain? Okay, it's a tie between Destroyer and Carnage. Carnage, yeah. Okay, yeah. so you know Venom, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take that and dial it up.
2: Carnage, yeah. To I'm, fifty. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> We're aware of Carnage.
2: Carnage was he was disassembled by the Sentry. Mm-hmm. The the character.
1: The thing about Carnage is that. He's like the Joker, but worse.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a serial killer with a symbiote. Symbiote. Okay.
0: Oh, I already <laughs> knew that was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, Bigfoot.
2: Sasquatch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, whatever.
1: So he's your favorite?
0: Oh, oh y- y'all should fight about it's that. It's a tie
1: but... between him and Destroyer. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Destroyer is, well, he's scary to say the least. He's bigger than Godzilla. He's bright red, like blood red. Mm -hmm. He's like a mutated sort of um, trilobite. Yeah. And he looks like the devil if he had a child with a xenomorph. Okay. (laughs) So he can beat Godzilla then. He came very close to it, in his burning form, no less, which is already an impressive feat because burning form is all is has been shown to be Godzilla's strongest form by far. Mm-hmm. Because
0: just, just as downtown Boston, right?
1: Yeah. Because we <laughs> saw in the movie that he took on a full strength Ghidorah in that form and took him out in three blasts of his sort of um Nuclear, Spoiler. super nuclear pulse. <laughs> well, by now I'm pretty sure that everybody has. Shit. No, yeah,
0: almost everybody. Yeah, I haven't watched it. Thanks a lot for. Sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't really care about spoilers. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can tell. He
0: doesn't care that he spoiled it for you. Whatever. <laughs>
2: so, <laughs> so who would win With a fight between um, Destroyer and Carnage? Destroy- Destroy- yeah, by 50 <laughs> miles. Go, I- I- I-
1: what I- if
0: Destroya got, got a, syn- a symbiote on it?
1: He would become the scariest life form <laughs> right. in the entire right. universe.
0: That would be horrible.
1: Yeah. So I'd reckon that, um, okay, this is going to make a lot of people mad. But I'm going to say that Godzilla could possibly beat One Punch Man in a one-on-one fight.
0: Well, yeah, he's Godzilla.
1: He's
2: Godzilla. Why would that make people
1: mad?
0: Godzilla wins everything.
1: Well, One Punch Man man is called One Punch Man for a reason.
0: Yeah, but he's not punching Godzilla. He's punching men's.
1: Yeah. Superhumans that are known to take on entire armies and enslave entire solar systems.
2: Yeah, I got my money on
1: Godzilla, man. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Maybe it's the three teratons I can't believe that, that we're the air. ones
0: having to argue that Godzilla would win. <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs> Maybe it's the three teratons worth of energy coming out of his mouth. That's hey, the main thing. It's quite possible. Or the fact that I, like, survived 300 nukes being dropped at him all at once. Yeah.
2: That's like breakfast, right?
1: That's like the black hole. Yeah. He likes that. Yeah. He got out of that, dude. Come on.
0: <laughs> so, like this,
1: with his tail as a rudder.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you know the way that a mantis, or like a shrimp, swims around, or nautilus Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the way he flies around. Yeah. Oh, okay. He doesn't really know where he's going, but he he's, can he, get there he quick. Backward. I was gonna say he's gonna get there. Yeah. <laughs> it's been confirmed that the atomic breath can actually travel at like two point eight Mach. So okay. he's pretty fast.
0: Fast backwards.
2: Yeah. He goes, damn it, I didn't mean to go here. <laughs>
1: I guess I could double back. <laughs> so I kinda want to see he's that. He's a mirror.
0: Again.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: That's why he stays on the ground.
2: I know. I didn't mean to be in Toledo. <laughs>
0: oh no, there goes Toledo.
2: <laughs> uh, sorry.
1: Oh man! I we're, knew that I should have taken that right turn at Albuquerque. <laughs> hey,
2: we're like we're like forty five seconds in.
0: Okay, we got fifteen minutes.
2: Sweet. So we got fifteen minutes to kill, Tyler.
0: So Tyler, what is your theory on
1: Bigfoot? I think that he's a like he started out as a person who separated from mankind and didn't evolve the same way. Okay. Yeah. Like he got stuck in time for a bit and eventually evolved into a species.
2: So, do you think he do you think he understands that he's a bigfoot and he he stays away from man?
1: Well, it's kind of varied on how smart Sasquatch is. Mm-hmm. Sometimes are portrayed as being as smart as humans. Sometimes they're as smart as gorillas. Sometimes they're just as smart as regular monkeys. Sometimes you? they're known to have tools. Sometimes they're just known to beat on trees.
0: Well, the beating on trees is a form of communication, Commun- communication, which is in and itself pretty a pretty strong
2: marker. It's like it's like sometimes a it's he- like a warning. It's like a warning yeah. it, no. signal. Sometimes like there's people even- over here.
1: Sometimes he's even portrayed as being a savage beast that attacks without mercy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
0: there are some reported cases where that does happen more often than not. No, but it does happen. But usually a lot of times when they're aggressive, they don't actually attack people.
2: Yeah. They portray as being aggressive. Like they, it's almost like a peacock where they, they shake trees and show their teeth and stand real tall and, you know. Beat their chest, and
1: it's almost like a gorilla scenario. You know that mm-hmm. a gorilla could easily tear you limb from limb. Yeah, but they're not really all that violent unless you look them right. in the eye.
0: Yeah, most most great apes aren't, except for like you know chimpanzees. Yeah, they're are savages really kind of. those really aggressive. Those are savage, very very. Terrible. But there's subspecies like the bonobos and the billy oh. apes and stuff that aren't aggressive, but there might be more Rang-tans intelligent.
1: Orangutangs are known to eat. Muggies, but I don't really see them as being that aggressive. What was that? This.
2: Oh. Oh.
0: Okay.
2: (laughs) Thought I I heard a dog. Yeah, that's
0: what it sounded like. (laughs) Okay. But. But yeah. um, (laughs) (laughs) That's a train of
2: thought. That's okay. Um, um, yeah, right. they've, they've been known to be aggressive. I I mean, I've, I've interviewed like, I want to say hundreds of people and maybe I've had like maybe five out of the hundred that said they were aggressive or they were like physical with a person. So, so
1: five times out of a hundred, you're going to get attacked.
2: Right. I mean, it, it was like in situations where, um, uh, mating was involved on yeah. one. And another one was like they they snuck up on him when he was asleep. And it just popped up and yeah. pushed someone well, over. like
0: your buddy when he got pushed down. It was they were, he was walking around. Yeah. And it was trying to hide from him right and they just yeah. kind of walked up on him and he's just like oh whoosh. Yeah. And just ran away.
2: Yeah. So that's it's almost like they it's almost like a defensive mechanism where they yeah. They have to be physical. Avoid their yeah. strength if they can also often, tends not.
1: to vary as well. I've heard that some are strong enough to pick up a man, mm. and some can break a human in half.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah these, these things are huge. They're huge.
1: Their size actually varies on where you're at. Right. In Alaska, they can be huge, but down in Florida, they tend to be about the same size as a normal human.
2: Well, uh, the reports I've gotten out of florida is that they're still tall yeah but like the ones like they're in more on average like, in, like the pacific northwest they're anywhere between like nine to eight hundred pounds the ones in like florida and texas are probably like between you know three and 500 pounds yeah it just depends yeah i think it depends on the climate and the heat and all that stuff so um so they're probably like in texas and florida they're probably like burn a lot of calories you know and they have to eat a lot and then they're on the move and so that's that's just my theory on it so so, what about the Loch Ness monster? Are you interested in stuff like that?
1: That is actually
0: my personally favorite cryptid. You know that there was a sighting recently, like, what was that, three weeks ago?
2: Yeah, I can't remember. It was, it was in Loch Ness, right? Yeah. It was yeah, in yeah. Loch Ness, yeah. So, it was like the back of it, right? My
1: mm-hmm. main issue with Nessie is that a lot of people think that she's fake, but yeah. there's still some evidence that she could possibly re real Yeah. It's yeah. like... A lot of people have been saying, like, it's been debunked that she's not real. There's yeah. no way. But think. Reptiles have really long metabolic rigs, Yeah. They don't really need to eat that much for very long. Mm-hmm. Who's to say that an evolved plesiosaur wouldn't be any different? Well,
0: here, here's one theory that I've heard recently. Okay, you know that the Urquhart Castle is right there. Yeah. And have you ever heard of, uh, I think it was Alistair Crowley Yeah, that was out there. Have you ever heard of him?
1: I don't think so.
0: He was in the ritualistic magics. And one theory is around the same time he was hanging out at that castle and was performing ritualistic spells, which could have been also theoretically communicating with extraterrestrials not terrestrials, but extra-dimensional.
2: Right, I was about to say dimensional. So, yeah.
0: That is. Po- this was around the same time when a lot of sightings were going on in right. the in the lock. So, do you think it's possible that it could be something from somewhere else?
1: I'm more of a scientific person well, when it comes to stuff like this. Well,
0: when it comes to things like that, there—that's quantum physics. That's stuff that we don't necessarily we don't necessarily have the technology. But it's theoretical science right now. I yeah.
1: usually take it from an evolutionary standpoint.
0: Okay. Well, but, you know, you can have a,
1: open. it's something to think about. It's a, you, you don't know, necessarily
0: you have to have believe that open it's mind. true, but it's interesting. you got to look know.
2: at all the variables and stuff like because, that. Because,
0: you know, we there are quantum theories in, you know, that renowned scientists like Hawking and whatever have made about the possibility of several different dimensions, and you know a lot of people in like ancient alien or even yeah. or alien encounters think that you know they say these beings exist in with the ability to move back and forth between right that because they have the technology
2: and they and it's like it's almost equated to like almost like the the movement of the earth mm-hmm. and like windows. And, mm-hmm. like, almost like portals where maybe this thing will. There's a, a slight movement of the window and yeah. it, it'll come out and there's then go like back.
0: Wormholes and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, how they describe it in, in all the movies where you drop, he- and how they always do. Like, I can't remember. Uh, like Can what? I drop
1: something in on this? Oh, okay. Um, I've been thinking really hard about this lately. Okay. And I remember this ancient aliens episode where they mention. That uh, if you look at the aerodynamics of a UFO, mm-hmm. it's actually insanely aero aero and the crap uh, aerodynamic. Yes, it like can slip through the air with relative ease, and it's practically supernatural in the way it can move. Yeah. Right.
0: Well, I'll show you some videos that allegedly, you know, I was talking about Billy Meyer. <laughs> yeah. Last week. Um. That allegedly he filmed of these UFOs, or one of them is supposed to be phasing in and out. They said a cloaking, but they also it's like it could be possibly that it was in and out of like a different dimension,
1: or a wormhole, or it just could be that fast. Um, I'm gonna
2: ask you a question real quick. Okay. Um Alster Crowley. He was didn't he come up with like the genesis of the siphon, the the siphon for
0: possibly? I get. Him and Anton Leves stuff mixed up yeah. sometimes, but I'm pretty sure because I Crowley. thought I
2: thought he had probably he, he had used some of the Egyptian um, <sighs> siphon to mm-hmm. create like a like yeah. almost like a format.
0: He's really fascinating. Yeah, but he's kind of crazy too. But it's also in that way that's it's like, mm, you know, where it's like maybe we just don't know yeah. exactly what he was doing because if it is possible that you know it is just what we consider to be magic. Right, in the past, like you know, like lightning or whatever, we just didn't have a way to explain right. it. Right, Express it, yeah. yeah, you know, and like things that we thought were cryptids are just known animals now, like yeah, you know, fucking elephants and giraffes that's and actually, stuff, you that's, know.
2: That's actually a pretty good. We should probably do a show on him. But yeah, Al- Aleister Crowley. Bet, because he's on a he's on a song too, right? Yeah, <laughs> you
0: know, there's a lot of them. <laughs> you know, Bobby was into them big, and um, a lot of a lot of '70s rock stars. You know, like. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, there was like. <laughs> Okay. In the last grade that I was in, sixth grade. Right. Sci- this, my science teacher made us do a project we, where we would design a certain creature and how to incorporate it into a certain ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Mine was the most sort of realistic dragon that I could think of.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It had a wyvern build, it was very large, capable of killing and eating elephants very, very easily. It had an evolved sort of system where it could breathe fire that was based off of the chemical structuring of a bombardier beetle. Okay. It had a sort of blade-like structure on its tail to help with aerodynamics. It was fairly light for its size, and it had the sort of horns of an ibex, which meaning very long and slightly curved.
2: So what region was it at?
1: Africa. Nice. Okay. As in like the Serengeti. Basically anywhere where large prey could be
2: devoured easily. Yes. Mm. Um
1: what what type of grade did you get for this?
2: Um I, I think I got a C. That's lame.
1: Yeah, I know. It what's
2: sucks. Up, what's up with uh, <laughs> We need to call this apparently
1: I had to make like some sort of clay model and they, um, and but he didn't tell me until like a week before we were going to presentate yeah because that's some, was that's, already so far along
2: that's something you, you would you would want to do right a clay thing yeah
1: I'm crap at clay
2: <laughs> I mean but you 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 like creatures and you yeah
1: I'm artsy and I'm into that but I'm more into drawing stuff with pencil and paper
2: I mean couldn't you you didn't. You didn't tell them that that that's what you wanted to do instead.
1: Well, it was kind of too late by that point. Oh
2: man, that sucks. Yeah. <sighs> what? No, we were just talking uh, and
0: talking shit off 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 microphone. Yeah, that's our buddies from the the con.
1: This is the one we're talking mm-hmm. about. The story we talked about before, yep. right? Yep. Wow. Yep, yep. Yep. What is the age rating on this podcast?
0: Um. <laughs> why? <laughs>
1: I just want to know why I'm allowed to say.
0: Well, I don't know.
1: Is it PG 13 rated R? What is it? It would be for you because you're under. It age. would be
0: PG 13 because you're 14 years old. Okay. <laughs> Frick. <laughs> oh, did you want to say the F word? Mm-hmm. <laughs> can I say the F word on your podcast? So it's
2: unrestricted for us, but not for you. <laughs> I, know, I
0: can be like, hey, hey, friends, go listen to me say the F word on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to tell your friends you're on a podcast? Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, I don't really have that many friends, so probably not.
0: Well, you can just tell them. Yeah, and then they say, can
2: "Yeah," tell. But, you, but you've never been on a podcast. I bet know. they haven't. <laughs> so you tell them you're on Bigfoot Club, brother. That's what you tell them. Nice. <laughs> so um, when we at? We're at fifty-eight. All right. You want
1: to call it a night?
0: Do you got any shout-outs, Tyler?
1: Um, not any shout-outs, I probably returned the favor.
0: No, like what? I
1: oh, don't no, know, Bigging Beaver or dante DM or something like that. <laughs> Who
0: knows? Yeah. Who <laughs> knows? Maybe one day.
2: Yeah. Okay, well, Tyler, thanks for being on, man. I really, I really enjoyed, I really digged no uh, this this, this conversation it was it's cool. I yeah. was, um. I I've, I've always wanted to talk about Slender Man and I didn't know anything about these other. Well, I knew about uh, the Wendigo, but I didn't know about this other one, the Siren. Yeah, the I Siren Getty, it. the Siren Getty, the Siren Getty, the <laughs> Siren Head.
0: <laughs> Who does
2: that? I don't know. <laughs> Me, I guess. <laughs> okay, uh, Mandy, you can you can you can get on now if you want. You good? You sure? Dang it! I thought
0: we were not gonna get on, Sharing yeah. little girl. <laughs> so we'll just have to record her
2: when she doesn't know. Yeah, I guess so. All yeah. right, all right. Thanks for being on. I'm gonna hit record now. So all right, no problem. You mean un-recorded. unrecord?
0: Unrecord.
2: <laughs> 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 I must be you And so, good bye. And good night. Bye.